0: Dan, one thing that we commonly uh, deal with is a uh, frost on the ground. Now, uh, you and I both know about this, but you know some people out there may not know. How does frost affect the grounds on a golf course?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. You get that all the time. People come to the golf course and they're ready to tee off at nine o'clock, and they say there's a frost away. And there, you know, the common question is, well, how long is the frost delay? Well, you really don't know. So basically, when when the the, the the frost is on the ground. If you step on that grass, you're going to kill the kill the grass. So you have to wait till the frost lifts. So basically, if, if the the grass crystal is frozen, you know everything you do basically you're killing it. You're going to turn black. So the common question is, okay, when is it going to lift? So we have to let the sun burn off. A lot of times, it's you know an hour after the sun goes out, um, gets up two hours. In some areas of the golf course where it's shaded a lot, it takes even longer for that to happen. So you know, it, it's a really tough situation, so a lot of times, you know, even if you're going to the golf course and it's below freezing at night, call the course and ask if there's a frost delay. And, you know, you can usually bank on at least an hour or two later than you usually were going to go. So it's going to be difficult for everybody this time of year because your tee times are backed up and what have you. So our teams will account for that and, and uh, um, plan, plan our day accordingly and, and push the tee times back um, the, the, uh, the week before, actually. So it, it doesn't happen too often.
0: And and taking a look at this from a staff perspective now, we obviously have to wait for the frost to lift just like the golfers do before we go out on our equipment or do any type of uh, work on the golf course. Is there any way to check whether or not the frost has lifted? Because we get that typical whitish color with that, but I I know there's a way to kind of check that to see if it's good enough to drive equipment out there, or uh, whether that be a golf cart or a mower or anything in between.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, that might almost be a better for question for you as a, as a grounds crew, because I kind of never know. I'm always like, well, how do you guys know for sure? Because a lot of times you get out there, like, ooh, the frost really isn't lifted all the way. So you're just kind of looking to make sure that, you know, it's not real white. I mean, you, you can kind of tell if it's burning off a little bit. I'll kind of go on and brush the grass a little bit with my hand just to see. But, I mean, it's tough to try to figure out in all areas of the golf course, has it really lifted? So, when you're going out there, is a, is there a way for you for sure to, to tell and say, okay, it's good to go? Or do you have is the same situation occur a lot of times, too, where you're like, oh, geez, it, it, it's still pretty frosty out here?
0: Well, I mean, we still keep that uh, – uh, you still see that whiteness on the grass. And, you know, you're kind of – you approach it kind of carefully. And, well, one thing that my dad always taught me to do was rub the back of my hand across it. And, Correct. uh, yeah. if it's, if I get water on the back of my hand, that means it's good enough to go, that it's melted sufficiently enough that we can drive stuff on it and not kill the grass. Whereas if you get like ice, little ice uh, pieces, then that's a no go, but, um, well, that's
1: great. Well, that's good information. Like I said, especially too, when you see people walking around the clubhouse and they, all of a sudden you look out there and they're on the putting green, you know, that's not a good thing. <laughs> you know, so people make, just have to make sure and understand, and it's one of those things that you know, the true golfer that plays quite a bit understands that, but some of the people that, that don't play a whole lot, they come in there shocked and they say they you can't go out because of the frost. So, but that that's good information there for for um, all the golfers to understand as well.
0: And uh, another thing that we might see more so in the fall rather than the winter, I know a lot of courses tend to uh, what's known as airify, uh, whether it's their fairways, their greens, their tees, or anything else on there. So uh, just kind of give us an overview on what that process actually is and uh, what uh, what it actually does for the course, if you can. Yeah, yeah. you're basically just
1: trying to get some air to the grass, you know, um, underneath. So the compaction that you see a lot of times, it's caused, especially late in the season, you say, boy, these greens are really, really firm. You can just feel it. So all of a sudden you take, you know, the deep tines, and you basically, it's, it's like a shooting engine. It's just boom, and you're making deep holes in it. And then you're filling that with sand. So, all of a sudden, it's really, really soft again. So, it gives some air and, gives, and lets, lets the grass grow. And, um, you know, a lot of people do it to their yards. A lot of people do it all the way. Most people will do it through the, the fairways, greens, and tees. Some people at some of the golf courses even will do their rough, and people that I know will do their yards. But, you know, it's just, once again, it's one of those um, necessary evils that we deal with on the golf course. So, you go to the course, and the greens are a little bit aerated, and you say, okay, you know, my putting's not going to be quite as good today hopefully you're in a friendly group and people will give you some putts from three footers that maybe might be a little more difficult to make. So, but once again, there's a case too, that everybody aerates at different times of the year too. So call ahead and see how the greens are. If you're going to play, did you just aerate or did you do it in September 1st? So, that at least you have some decent playing conditions. A lot of times, too, the courses will discount their, their rounds afterwards, too. But once again, it's something that that's the reason the greens are so so really really good throughout the years because people are taking care of them. It's just once again just that necessary evil that we have to do and keep the golf courses looking the way they are.
0: And uh, definitely from a grounds crewman standpoint, you know, it's a long day when you're Dan, you know that, <laughs> and uh, we yeah. get in there at six and we're probably not done until well sundown or a little after. But, you know, I I really enjoy this conversation, Dan, because I I think a lot of people kind of get a misconception that, you know, the season kind of just winds down, the grass stops growing, and then you just wait for the snow to fall. But there's really a lot more to it than that.
1: Yeah, for you guys on this end, this is probably the toughest time of the year. And then trying to keep up with the leaves, I mean, it's a nonstop battle. We try to keep up with the little yard at home, and it's impossible. I I couldn't even imagine the job that you guys do, keeping up with the leaves. most of the courses do a fantastic job. So, you know, have a little bit of patience as a golfer out there and understand there's, you know, most ground screws are only six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 people, and a lot of times they lose a lot of their staff at this time of the year due to the college kids going back to school and high school kids. So it's a tough task, and they, but they do almost every golf course and superintendent have a lot of respect for the jobs they do. I mean, the courses around this area are phenomenal.
0: Absolutely, Dan, putting in a lot of hard work those grounds crews are. But, Dan, I always appreciate our conversations. Thanks for joining me again this morning.
1: Wonderful. Yeah, I'm going play some golf this week.
0: <laughs> All right, Dan, my... I'll try and dress warm. You should too. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs>
1: thanks so much. Bye-bye.